Smash Brothers on the 3DS. Well, you're you're gonna get beaten pretty hard in Smash Brothers for that comment. Uh, just 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 warning you. So you're gonna I'm gonna to, just to make the injury worse. I'm gonna pick like you know like Jigglypuff or someone like that just to you know add insult to the injury. So who's the worst character I can pick to be like if I who's the Dan equivalent of? Um, I'd probably go with Ganondorf just because he's always been kind of like that in all Superman. games. So it's like. <laughs> Yeah, that was my my thing. If I when I played like uh, Super Street Fighter at all, I'd be like, I want Dan. I like I want I want to be good with the worst character there. That way, it's just like yeah, it it differs from game to game. And then obviously there are just some characters that like are good with like other people are good with that I'm just terrible at. So, but we'll, we'll go into that later probably as we talk about Smash Brothers. So. Oh yeah. Uh, so hey guys, welcome. Uh, took a week off. Had some personal things to take care of. Thank you, Twitter people, for support and all that nonsense. You. Much love. More, 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 more. That's how I feel. Hearts all around. Do -do 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 -do. Uh, we are back. Ryan, we are back. What, what, We're what, back. What, what have you been doing? What, are you, what, what is this? What is, tell me about this Smash guy. Uh, I was going to say, you mean aside from not playing Smash Brothers? Is like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just regular, normal life. It's been good. Uh, some games came out. Uh, I don't know if you want to go through those now or... Yeah, sure, whatever, I don't care. Let's go. Okay. Uh, so just to quickly run down the new releases that came out uh, between September 21st to the 28th, uh, we have Frozen Synapse Prime for PSN, Gauntlet for PC, FIFA 15 for PC, PS4, Xbox One, Xbox 360, PS3, and Vita. Uh, so mostly everything. So uh, Stronghold, Crusader, Stronghold Crusader 2 for PC, uh, Disney Infinity Marvel Super Heroes on PS4, PS3... Uh, Xbox 360, Wii U, a bunch of other... It only lists PS4 and PS3 for some reason, but it's on other systems, so... D Disney Infinity, Marvel, go. Um, R No Surge, Ode to an Unborn Star for PS3. <laughs> Arcana Heart 3, Love Max for PS3 Vita. Uh, and just so you know, so Love Max is in all caps, and it has about five or six exclamation points in the title, so just, you know, just in case you weren't excited enough about it. Yeah, just uh, talk about, like... You know, like, that is not search engine friendly. Like, can I say, oh, you only put two exclamation points, can't yeah, find Yeah, you only, eat, yeah, you, know, you can't find the rest of it. Uh, anyway, there's Defense Grid 2 for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Uh, Killer Instinct, the combo breaker pack for retail on Xbox One. Yeah. Slender the Arrival on PS3 and Xbox 360. Nope. Ca Counter-Strike Nexon Zombies for PC, uh, which was the PC mod. Is that you? I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> I'm currently on my motorcycle. That's how excited were, I was. I heard, I heard Counter-Strike Zombies, and I was like, let me start were, this guy up. And those, just... were the, those were the zombies that were trying to get us. So. Uh, Castle Storm Definitive Edition for PS4. Wally, the PS2 classic for PS3. That, that, mm. I don't know. I might, I might not be able to pick one better than that. Um, <coughs> Killer I Instinct. I your front. <laughs> Killer Instinct 2 classic for Xbox One. Uh, Killer Instinct Season 2 Ultra Edition for Xbox One. A lot of Killer Instinct this week. Yeah. Uh, Invisible's Shadow Zone, Invisible Shadow Zone for PSP. There's a new PSP game out. Yeah, That's man. weird. Invisible's for for PSP. I didn't know this still. Invisible's The Lost Tribes for PSP. I think those are probably PSN games that are probably out. But it just baffled me that PSP games would still be coming out. Um, hey man, it's selling more than the Vita still. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think those are definitely PSN games. But anyway, um, Resonance of Fate for PS3. Uh, it's a PSN. Uh, Mario Golf Advance Tour for the Wii U Virtual Console. The Vanishing of Ethan Carter for PC, Raiden 3 Digital Edition for PC, uh, Hyrule Warriors for Wii U, and yeah, that's it. Those are the, the big ones. So, I'm going to go with, just because I'm hearing really good things about it, is I'm going to go with Hyrule Warriors, because I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a closet Dynasty Warriors fan, so I'm a sucker where it's like... Gundam Warriors. I'm like, oh, this nice Warriors of Gundams? Fuck yeah, let's do it. Like, yeah, so Hyrule Wars. I'm actually hearing really good things about it. Uh, yeah, we have a review yeah. on it for it's going up. Uh, Kevin Kevin is writing a review of it. Probably by, probably Friday, I'm assuming, is the embargo. So Spoilers, it's probably good. Yeah. I mean, can I technically break embargo if I didn't write a review for it and just like, yeah, it's <laughs> probably good, yeah. I've heard things about yeah, it. I mean, I uh, I played the demos at uh, I played the demo at E3, and then I also played it again at um, a Nintendo event a couple weeks, you know, like a month or two back. 
And uh, it was fun. Like, it, I mean, like, for me, I never played Dynasty Warriors game before, mm-hmm. so it was kind of an interesting experience just to be like, oh, this is very different from typical Zelda. Because from what I hear is pretty much it's a... I mean, again, like, I haven't played Dynasty Warriors, but it's pretty much a Dynasty Warrior games with, like, where you collect rupees, and that's basically as much Zelda as it gets. So yeah, sure. it's mostly Dynasty Warriors, but it's got those little Zelda touches. So, like, you know, collecting rupees, and then you can obviously play as all the different, um, you know, Zelda characters and things like that, which is cool, so... Um, getting to play as Zelda and kicking ass is pretty awesome. So, because um, the demo I had only had Link and Zelda, so I didn't get to try out the other characters. But yeah, not um, bad. yeah. Anyway, uh, for me, my pick of the week, I actually would probably go with Disney Infinity Marvel Superheroes, just because like my 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 wallet is like <laughs> my wallet says no, but my heart says yes, pretty much on that game because like I keep seeing it, and I'm so tempted to play it because it yeah, looks awesome. Yeah, and then I want all the fucking toys with, put on the yeah. pack, and it's like I think it's like eighty dollars for the starter pack with the, the uh, pad and the all starter, this. The starter the pack is like seventy five, and then all the individual action figures are like thirteen. So if you feel like spending like four hundred bucks yeah. this holiday, then yes, like that. Uh, they, they know what they're doing with that. And yeah. That's just such a... That just makes them so much money. It's unbelievable. And, yeah. like, and Nintendo's just starting to do that now with their little Amiibo thing. And, Amiibo, Amiibo. Yeah. And, and it's just like, Mario, I mean, Nintendo, what, what took you so long to put this together? And yeah. just, just, this was yours. You knew it. You had it. Your, your, yeah. your gamepad had a thing where you can put stuff on it already. What? Oh, oh. Yeah, well, th- that was a thing, too, because they announced this week, too, that uh, GameStop is going to be taking trade-ins for old, uh, like, Disney Infinity and Marvel and um, uh, Skylanders and all those action figures. So if you have any, like, for stuff you don't play anymore, you can trade them in to our Disney Infinity. As I say, it's, like, perfect timing. So. Trade old toys for more toys and that. I was like, yes! Like, yeah. This is, this is... <laughs> when I worked at GameStop, it was called the Circle of Life, where you just say, you know... You... Buy something brand new with a pre-order, then they then they play it, then they trade it in, get store credit that they can use to pre-order, and then get something else new, and it's just it made yep. a circle. And I was like, I, 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 this is amazing. So that so that Who copy of Madden, that copy of Madden that they trade in a year later for like a dollar, you know, totally worth it. So it's like, <laughs> listen, the system's not perfect, Ryan. All right, uh, yep. all right, all right. Then the, the Smash Brothers, go. Tell me, what would you go? Go, go, Ryan. Smash Brothers. Uh, yeah, so I have been playing a lot of Super Smash Brothers for 3DS. Uh, I'm doing the review. Um, so obviously there's a couple things I can't really talk about, like certain characters and stages and whatnot, but to give... Ju- I know, it's, it's heartbreaking. You what? <laughs> well, you know, like, the, they don't want to spoil that Master Chief is in the game. Oops, sorry. It's like... <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, I've been playing... Uh, so this is Super Smash Brothers for 3DS, which is one of the two new games coming out this year. Uh, so there's the 3DS version and the Wii U version, which is coming out uh, later this year. Um, and then the 3DS version comes out next week. Um, but anyway, yeah, it's very Smash Brothers. Uh, so in case you haven't played a Smash Brothers game, obviously it collects a lot of different Nintendo characters together, and you're trying to beat the crap out of each other and then knock them off the stage. Um, so this time around, they've added a lot of new characters. So they've added uh, some of my favorites, like Greninja and Little Mac are really awesome. Uh, they've added Pac-Man and Mega Man are probably like the two biggest uh, biggest ones in there, and they're both really awesome. They're both really is it fun. Mega Man or is it Mega Man X? Which which generation of Mega Man? Uh, it's just it's based on like original Mega Man. Um, okay. So, so even the way even even yeah the little blue boy is pretty much his uh, yeah. And, um, yeah, but it's based on, like, the original Mega Man. So even the way he jumps, like, that goofy jump he would do where he would, like, jump up in the air with his whole body, he does that in the game. So it's very based on... uh, But actually in his final smash, uh, if you haven't seen already, his final smash is all the different versions of Mega Man, and they all fire a giant laser out of their... It's pretty... It is probably... Out of any final smash I've seen, it's probably the the one that's, like, one of the coolest. Um, Aside from Pac-Man's. Pac-Man's is cool, too, because he basically turns into the giant, you know, 2D Pac-Man. And you control him, and he goes around and chomps on characters. It's it's pretty crazy. Um, but uh, but yeah, the 3DS version is really fun so far. Um, I've been waiting for a portable Smash Brothers for the longest time because obviously, like, you know, I'm I'm a huge Smash Brothers fan, and uh, you know, Smash Brothers just fits so well on a 3D on, on portable. Um, how's, you it, know. how's it handling your uh, your little joystick there? I've seen pictures on Twitter of people like <laughs> this is what Smash Brothers into my 3DS joystick, and the joystick's in pieces, and it's just like yeah, oh, that, that that is that was one of my concerns going into the game was oh god, I might destroy my 3DS. <laughs> I have a th- I have a uh, 3DS XL, um, but so far it's been good. I haven't. I think the thing is, as long as you don't like you know, like 
throw it across the room or do anything crazy with it, then you're fine. Or, you know, like, try and, like, rip your joystick out from your mm-hmm. from your console. So, um, but it's been good so far. Yeah, and then the controls are actually, are it handles really well, too. Like, I know when I first played the demos a couple, the demo a couple times, I was having a little bit of a tough time getting used to the controls. But after I played a couple of rounds, I kind of got used to it. Um, just because it does feel a little different than using, like, the game, you know, I've been using the GameCube controller for the last, like, ten years, so... Um, it's been a little bit of an adjustment, but uh, it handles really well. It's and uh, it looks really good too, especially because it's running. It's running at 60 frames per second, and it's it's really really smooth. Have you uh, used any of the 3D on it yet, or do you just kind of opt out of it? I have not, uh, just because mostly the problem is like with my 3DS, I'm mostly playing it on the bus uh, mm-hmm. when I'm coming to and from work. So 3D does not work well on the bus because you're trying to hold it like this, and you know it doesn't <laughs> really work. So um, I haven't tried 3D yet, but. Uh, uh, but yeah, other than that, the game's been it's been good, really good. Um, I think the only really concern I have for it is that um, because it's on a 3DS, because it's on a smaller screen, it can be kind of hard to follow sometimes, like what's happening on the screen. Um, even though I think they've done a lot to kind of counter that, like with the 3DS, like with uh, like the characters have little outlines and things like that, so that way you can see them a little easier on the screen, so they stand out more. Um, and it's still and four then, dudes, like, right? Still four guys, just. Kind of going yeah. at it there. Yep. Yeah, it's still one to four. Um, that yeah, really, the gameplay hasn't really changed that much. Other than they've done a couple like little tweaks here and there. Um, but anyway, just back to the screen thing really quick. Um, you know, even though a lot of the stages are are kind of smaller compared to how they've been in previous um, Smash Brothers games, where they have really big ones. Most of the 3DS ones are a little bit smaller, so that helps. But it's still kind of tough sometimes, like when the camera pulls back really far. You know, keeping track of like where your dude is, just because Smash Brothers gets so crazy that it's just easy to get lost in like that. Um, but other than that, yeah, they they um, this one's interesting because it's like it's kind of a mix. But I don't know, like if you have how much Smash Brothers you played at all. Um, I go back to played... GameCube days, so yeah. I've not. Um, I'm not any. I, I I've I'm not. I'm not. I'm not in on it. I'm I'm late to this party. Yeah, but um, yeah, but pretty much like uh, the way that the characters move and the gameplay is has has kind of changed over the course of the games. Like the like the original one was very floaty because it was you know an N64 game, so. Uh, but melee was very very quick and um, became really popular with like competitive uh, with esports and stuff like that um, because it was very fast moving uh, mm-hmm. and then brawl kind of changed it and made it a little more casual so it's a little it was a little floatier a little slower than melee. Stack capsules, uh, fuck everything up. Yeah, <laughs> but um, this one actually, it's kind of a mix between melee and brawl. So it's got it's it's faster paced than brawl, but not quite as quick as melee. So it's kind of a nice middle ground sort of. So uh, it definitely moves a lot faster, and just the, the gameplay pace is, is picked up a little bit. But um, who's it's rich- Shulk? Uh, Shulk is one of the new characters. So I'll, yeah, I'll go into that. Uh, some of the new characters. So yeah, Shulk. I, I pulled is- on a list here that at the, from the Nintendo oh, site yeah. to have like everyone they've, they've announced so far. I don't know who's missing from this list. Uh, yeah, but again, some of those characters I can't talk about, but uh, Shulk I can. So you know, but Shulk is uh, Shulk is from Xenoblade Chronicles, which was a uh, Wii RPG that came out uh, about 2010, I believe. Um, so game but, no one uh, Gotcha. Yeah, it has more of a cult following, um, but he's actually he's really fun to play as. Shulk is definitely one of the, the thing I think with this game and Shulk is kind of an example of that is that they added. Um, they have a lot of characters with like very different play styles than we've seen in a lot of the other Smash Brothers. Like just the way that they play. Um, so for Shulk, for example, he's different than like Link and Marth and a lot of the sword characters because he can um, he could change his stats. Like um, he has an ability where he could change so he can make his jumps higher or he can make his uh, smash attack stronger or he can cool. make his he could uh, increase his speed. Um, so he has a lot of different things he can do there. Um, and then another one that I really liked is Little Mac uh, from the Punch Out games. Who, yes, I've seen those commercials, like, and it's like he's a little—he's a little beast. Make it like fun to play. Like I want to play yeah, that game because a little. Yeah, Mac. yeah. Little Mac is extremely fun just because like if, uh, with him, like he's got an interesting mix of like speed and power, where he's really strong and he's really fast, but like he's basically uh, he can only stay on the ground because all of his air attacks suck, and he has really bad recovery. Um, so if he goes in the air at all, he's basically screwed. So you really have to keep him like on the ground playing. Um, but I've been really enjoying him because, because again, he's he's an interesting mix of like being really quick, but also being really strong. But basically, like if you like playing in the air and doing more air combat, then he's not the character you're gonna like because he's not suited towards that at all. Um, and if you get knocked off the stage as him, it's gonna be really tough to get back on because his his recovery sucks. So, <laughs> um, what's, the, but, um, what's the balance like? I mean, is there any is there any one or two characters that are just like as soon as they show up, you just kind of like roll your eyes like, oh, this match is over. <laughs> Uh, I don't think that's the case so far. I mean, again, like the villager, I, the, the villager break the game. 
No, I wish. Actually, the villager, like, I've been playing around with him a little bit, but again, he's he has a very, he has, a lot of his attacks are really, he, he oddly kind of reminds me of Snake a little bit in Brawl, like, just the a lot of way, a lot, way a lot of his attacks work and stuff, it's just, he has very odd, like, attacks, um, just because he's not, you know, he's not like, you know, Marth or whatever with a sword or whatever, he's got, like, a net, and he's got a, he can plant a tree and then chop it down and smash people <laughs> with it, so he's got some really nuts attacks, um, and my favorite is his, uh, his bowling ball, which is one of his smash attacks, where he just literally drops a bowling ball on characters which is great. Um, but uh, anyway, in terms of the balance, uh, it feels pretty good. Like, uh, there's not really... I, I think the thing with Brawl was there were a couple characters that were, like, very... very if you knew how to use them, were very powerful. Like, uh, Meta Knight especially was, like, one that a lot of people were complaining about because his... Uh, he tended to win a lot of matches, and he was... I think I think he was the top-tier character in, in Brawl. Um, but so far, there haven't really been any characters I've noticed that have been, like, super overpowered. I think Little Mac is a little strong, but that's mm. by his nature, because he's, you know... Because, again, he has a very specific play style in order to play him, so... To, you know, he has a lot of strong attacks, but, again, if you knock him out of the ring, he's pretty easy to knock out because he has a hard time recovering. Um... But the, the character balance is good. A lot of the characters haven't really changed too much from Brawl. Um, like, a lot of the older characters, like Mario and Link and Pikachu, a lot of those veteran characters haven't really changed that much. Um, but a couple of the characters, I think, from the last game, there were a couple that have had kind of small tweaks. Like, Meta Knight's had a lot of tweaks to make him, you know, they not nerf him, but just to change how some of his attacks work. Um, and then the others, like Pit uh, in Brawl, he's also had a lot of changes, so he plays very differently from how he played in Brawl. Uh, and then there are also a lot of mechanics they took out from Brawl, like uh, tripping, which is one of the the best things that I'm glad that they took out because that was just annoying. It was basically in Brawl where if you uh, if you didn't play it, but uh, where your characters could randomly trip at some point, which kind of took the competitive edge out of it because it was just random, so it could happen mm. at any time without any notice. Um, Remember when they added tripping in uh, Resident Evil Six, where your guy can stumble over zombies? <laughs> and when that yeah. first happened to me, I'm like, this game is bullshit. Yeah, like, I got <laughs> this able to be a trained Secret Service men. And, and he, you know, he Chris, that big meathead, it. is tripping over things he's killed a million times before, and now, now, now he's falling all the place. I'm like, no. you're also you're also talking about a game series where Chris was able to punch a boulder. So you know, I, I don't really say I can believe Resident Evil that much. But need um, to keep wooden door, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, and then they did a couple other changes, like they took out uh, gliding, so characters that could glide before can't do it anymore. Um, they also, but it's all stuff that kind of makes the game better, and and you know, not. Uh, give it more of that competitive edge. And then, like, a lot of characters that could transform, like uh, Sheik and Zelda, uh, now they're separate characters, so you can't transform. So it actually gives them an extra move now, which is kind of cool. Um, Any omissions they, in the game that you were like, ah, I kind of wish they added this that you don't see in the game so far? Or is um, this, as this Smash fan, is this kind of, like, what you wanted, more or less? I think out of a portable Smash, definitely. Like, because it... it it's not like, you know, it doesn't feel like they, they left things... At, again, like, it's hard to compare because the Wii U version's not out yet. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and there's stuff that in the... Because um, the, the the characters between the two versions are going to be the same, but the stages will be slightly different. Um, so there'll be some stages that are exclusive to this version, some that are exclusive to the Wii U version. Um, and then there's some other things in the 3DS version not there. Uh, but other than that, like, it feels like a complete Smash game. It's pretty much what I've wanted out of... Because, again, like, I've wanted a portable Smash Brothers for a long time, and this is scratching that itch very, very well. Um, just because it, it, it plays, you know, perfectly. And, and from what I played, like, of the Wii U version, it plays pretty much almost exactly the same. Um, I know there were some characters that were cut that I kind of missed, like the Ice Climbers uh, were one that they got they got cut from But here. you got Sonic it's, now, I guess. That, yeah, that, that's that, true. I mean, we, we, had so, we had Sonic from Brawl, so... Uh, but yeah, I know they had to cut them because there were um, issues the 3DS couldn't handle, I guess, you know, running those two characters at the same time, which kind of sucks, but... Um, the only other thing I feel like is that... Um, the in the uh, in Brawl they had the subspace emissary and melee they had the adventure mode so they had these kind of longer uh, not sing- like story missions but like single player modes that were a bit longer and like more challenge mode almost just like here's a bunch of random dumb mission stuff you can do yeah yeah and um, yeah there was uh, something similar to that in melee where like the event missions uh, where you could do like different it was basically like there were different matches where it was like hey fight you know three giant Bowsers or like crazy stuff they don't really have too much of that here. Um, which, you know, is, I mean, Subspace Emissary, which is the adventure mode in Brawl, like, a lot of people kind of criticize for being kind of boring and stuff like that, but there's really not anything like that in this. There's no big, like, adventure mode or, like, single player, mm-hmm. like, you know, the, the cla- even the classic mode where you just fight random characters has been changed a little bit, um, and, uh... 
I mean, what, what's there is good, but it, it does feel like it's missing something from that. But Do you other feel like it was maybe a rushed version of the game, just to, to like, listen, we got most of the game done, let's just get this out on 3DS to have, you know, before now, you burn down the building. No, I don't think so. I, I, it doesn't feel rushed at all, because obviously, like, Sakurai is not a person to rush a game, and to, you know, <laughs> like, he takes his time <laughs> with, with the games, especially, I mean, considering, you know, Brawl came out in 2008, so, you know, this is six years, so they've had plenty of time to work on this. Um, really? So wow. Yeah, Brawl came out. No, yeah, because again, like even uh, you know, between Melee and Brawl was like seven years, and this is you know six years, so it's been oh a long Lord. time. So, <laughs> so it's been um, almost a decade since I've played a Smash game. Probably, yeah. Oh, so, crap. what was the yeah? What was the last one you played? The the GameCube one. Melee. So that's yeah. over. That was uh, two thousand one. So you're Holy talking thirteen <laughs> thirteen crap. years. Yeah. <laughs> um. But uh, anyway, um, no, I think the focus on this is more like shorter, like shorter kind of five-minute experiences. Uh, mm-hmm. One of the big things in this that's uh, exclusive to the 3DS version is a mode called Smash Run, um, where basically it's a short, it's a timed like five to ten minute. Uh, you basically you go in, you pick a character, you get five minutes, and you go around in basically this adventure-style mode where like you get a level that has that's filled with enemies, and you're trying to kill as many enemies as you can to get power-ups. Um, and you're trying to do that, uh, kill as many and get as many power-ups as you can in, within the five minutes, and that basically leads into a final battle against three other uh, characters. Um, and, and whatever power-ups you get, so it's like speed, attack, defense, all that stuff, um, then you fight them with those bonuses. So basically, you're all basically trying to level up as much as you can and power up as much as you can before you get to this final battle. And then when you win, you get all these different rewards, so you can get... Uh, customizable parts for your characters. You can get, uh, you know, hats and costumes and stuff like that. So you basically get prizes depending on, you know, how well you do. Um, is pretty much how it works. And it's a fun little mode. It's it's definitely, you know, again, it's it's only like five to ten minutes long, so it's kind of meant sh- for short. Like, okay, I'll play one or two matches before I get off my bus or something like that. So, um, but so yeah. as a so as a pro Smash player, <laughs> does this feel good? Is this is this is this you know, after waiting all this time, you have your smash. Are you are you, are you wincing? Are you like, uh, or you're like, yeah, all right. I mean, are you, are you looking forward to playing Smash whenever you're not doing important things? Pretty much, yeah. As I say, as soon as we're done here, I'll probably play some more. So <laughs> definitely, it's it fits really well in the 3DS, obviously, because it is, you know, it, it's a different kind of experience, I think, because like usually Smash Brothers on like consoles, you're, you know, you have friends gathered around the TV and you're kind of mm-hmm. watching all this crazy shit, you know, happen on the screen. So I think it loses a little bit of that because it's on a 3DS as opposed to a big TV. But um, I think this this works really well because you know it it, it keeps all the stuff that makes Smash Brothers awesome, um, but you know it shrinks it down and makes it work on a portable experience. Um, and uh, I think how's the multiplayer work? Good so far. Or is it like a local like? There's a uh, there are bear, but you guys challenge each other. Or yeah, it has uh, it has both. So you could do either local multiplayer, which I haven't had the chance yet again because you know it's a review copy. So there's really not many other people out there <laughs> with them locally that I know. Um, but I have played some online. I actually played some online with our staff writer Kevin Sanchez. Uh, who he has the Japanese copy of the game. So we played some of that, and uh, it worked really well. And that was the... I think the online was one of the big things I was worried about, because mm-hmm. uh, the online the online, <laughs> the online, and Brawl was horrendous, and it was just really laggy and all that. Uh, and I'm glad to say that this actually is playable, which is good. Um, there, there was a little bit of, of uh, some delay between, you know, like the... you know, between what was happening, but mm-hmm. very, very slight, not nearly as bad as Brawl was, because uh, it has actual working online multiplayer, which is great. Um... But yeah, the online works and everything. Um, just trying to think if there's anything else I haven't mentioned. So one of the other things that I have been enjoying is uh, they added the Mii Fighters as characters in this. So you can, yes. make, your Mii's. <laughs> you can make your Mii's and have them... Uh, you can import them into the game and uh, you can have them uh, fight each other. And there's three different like classes of, of Mii characters you can create. You can create a, a brawler, a sword fighter, or a gunner. So obviously one is focused more on hand-to-hand, another is you know, long, like, sword combat, and then mm-hmm. the other is like, long-range like, gun combat. Uh, so to test this out, I made uh, a me <laughs> made a me battle between our senior editors. So I had uh, Yaris, Al, Joel, and Giuseppe fight it out. Uh, I played as Giuseppe, so obviously you know Giuseppe came out as the victor on top of that. But uh, <laughs> it was it was very fun. It was good. I had the it was a good time just trying you know all the different. Again, the the Mies are very customizable, so you can change like you know some of their attacks and what mm-hmm. they do and all that, and then also the different like classes of me fighters you can make. 
Yeah, I'm um, waiting for another game like XCOM where I can just make staff members and just see who survives. <laughs> yeah, it's it's been a lot of fun too because I've been like using a lot of the Mii's that I had in my 3DS. So I had like I had like Chewbacca fight Jesus and it was pretty awesome. So it was it was pretty cool epic. On. So that's like one of the, I think that's one of the it's uh, <laughs> one of the things I'm gonna be looking forward to in the game is also just making Mii's and having them fight. Um, yeah. So who wins between a fight between Jesus and Chewbacca? Uh, I was playing as Jesus, so Jesus won, but uh, it's a pretty close. It was a pretty close match, so you know. So you're saying that Chewbacca is Jesus-like? Yeah, I'd say he's in the same league, same tier, okay. same same same, t- same tier of character. Jesus, Chewbacca. Yeah, just like you know, if Jesus is here, Chewbacca is like there. So. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Me, me and Smash Brothers. Uh, the review, the embargo is up Friday, so my review will be up by then. So. Jesus is Meta Knight, is what you're saying. Yes, Jesus is Meta Knight. Well, so there you go. Uh, you, embargo. So you you haven't told us if you like it. And I think that's what you we haven't said it. You, that, so we haven't broken embargo because you didn't say if you loved it or hated <laughs> it. You just told us about the game, which I appreciate. It. So I'm sure yeah. Nintendo will, sure Nintendo will mind because they don't use the internet, so it's fine. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Listen, we'll they just got around to streaming stuff. They're they're <laughs> they're, they're not watching this. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. What have I been doing? I'm playing some D motherfucking four, man. Dark dreams don't die. It. I've become obsessed with this game over the weekend. Uh, they did like a stealth release where it was Thursday and an announcement came out. It's like, hey, D4 is coming out tomorrow, which is a Friday, which normally Xbox One games don't come out on Fridays. Yeah. Microsoft, any, anything don't come out on Friday. And they were just, yeah, it's coming out tomorrow. And then we were like, whoa, with like little to no fanfare. So the immediate reaction was, Oh, this game's gonna be a hot fucking mess. If not even Microsoft, Microsoft just said one little tiny press release saying, "Oh yeah, by the way, it comes out tomorrow." Yeah. <laughs> so managed to get a review copy. Been playing it since Thursday, and I really like how fucking weird this game is. It's a uh, if you haven't seen it, this was the game you saw a lot when the Xbox One was first announced. Is like, here's an Xbox exclusive by a Japanese developer. You know, the guy who made Deadly Premonition, that super hit game that everyone played. Dot dot dot. Uh, I actually really like Deadly Premonition as like kind of like a from like an academic kind of side of things. Where it's like I need to see how weird this game could get, and it gets fucking weird. D4 is no different. Uh, it's kind of a, a mix of like mist and like heavy rain, where you go into an environment, you can move around 360 degrees with your character and like pick stuff out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it, I'm working on the review now, so read the review next uh, next couple of days that comes out. But you play a guy named David Young, who is a former detective from the Boston PD, and you know this. Because he talks like this, and then halfway through the game, he loses his accent, and then it comes back, and then it loses it the accent again. So I don't know, maybe that's part of his power. But his wife gets murdered, and then he can... He has the ability... You follow me so far, Ryan. He has the ability to travel back in time by taking mementos into his bathroom, which will let him dive into the past... Uh, okay. so I guess that I guess that works. So Follow me so far. Yes. So it's yep. it's a time travel game, and I was like, "Fuck yeah!" I had no idea, and it is it is weird in like the, the best kind of way because it feels like it's a Japanese guy looking at American culture and just not quite getting it to the point so, where it's comical. So on a scale of uh, so on a gaming scale of weird from like Tim Schafer to like Suda 51, like where does this like, you know, where does this oh, fall? Oh, it, it's like? supposed to be like a Suda 51. Because <laughs> the, the guys is right, they literally have one of these side plots is your ex-partner is, you know, hangs out in your apartment to like, you know, evident, you know, do police stuff. And he's there and one of the side plots is he's fighting with his wife over clam chowder. And you're trying to give him marital advice. And, and the thing goes, what are you guys fighting about? Oh, you know, the usual. Sports rivalries? She is from New York. Ah. And I'm like, oh. And he goes, no, this is bigger than that. What's bigger than sports rivalry? Clam chowder. You guys had a fight about clam chowder? Yeah, she was telling me that New York clam chowder is a lot better than Boston clam chowder. I've been here for 30 years. How could she take some? I'm like, oh my god. I'm like, this is an actual conversation that's happening in front of me. And it is amazing. And then the guy takes five pizza slices and eats them all in one go. And and you also, in your apartment, you get attacked by a lady who thinks she's a cat. Or I, I think she maybe is a cat, but we see her as a human because maybe I took a blow to the head or something because she acts like a cat and never says any actual words. 
but she throws things at me, she hisses, she jumps on furniture, but it's a full-grown woman in a, like, cat suit who sells me clothes in my apartment, which I can do for cash. It is weird. It's a connect motion game, of all things, so you walk oh my around. God. It's a lot of, like... <laughs> You know, you interact with the environment by waving your hand around and squeezing to grab it, and it's a bunch of quick time events. So as you're, you know, doing investigation nonsense in the past, uh, you know, it's a it's a three episode DLC. So you get season one, which is a prologue, episode one, and episode two, which okay. takes place on an airplane. You time dive back into an airplane because you're looking for a courier of this drug called Real Blood, which may be linked to your wife's murder. Right, Real Blood. And they say it a lot in there, and it's all weird. And I can't tell if it's just bad voice acting or bad writing, but it's... I was laughing hysterically playing this game because it was... It, it wasn't offensively bad. It was, like, so bad it's funny and kind of good because mm-hmm. the Kinect controls actually work, which is weird because I haven't said that in a very long time. Yeah. Uh, just because it knows kind of its, its own limits. So, like, hand swiping like that, yeah, the Kinect can do hand waves. That's not a big deal, you know. But then they'll make you do, like, weird interactions, like, you have a megaphone, shout really loud to give the guy a headache. So you shout really loud or throw yeah. a punch. Or, you know, I had an issue where, you know, I was fighting the cat lady and I had to, like, push her and then pull her by the hair and slam her on the table just to calm her down. And it didn't quite recognize my pull. So I'm just there going, like, this. And nothing happened. <laughs> and meanwhile, she's making cat noises. I'm making weird noises at her. And it was just, I got to this, like, weird place playing this game. And I'm like, where at? Like, what, what? time tunnel that I fall through when I'm playing this game. Um, It's super weird. Ryan, I swung a leg of a mannequin to hit a baseball into a guy's face on an airplane that got hit by lightning. I did this. Sounds sounds legit. Sounds (laughs) legit. So I was like, I I miss those little, like, weird games like that. Like, um, you know, even, like, the WarioWare and, like, uh, Rhythm Heaven and stuff like that. Like, just those weird little games that do, like, really creative and fun things. uh, But it's not a weird little game. It's, you know, it's it's, (laughs) it's like a Walking Dead-type adventure game where, you know, you're going in, you're trying to piece together the story. And the story's so weird but never goes, like, completely off the rails where it's just kind of like, all right, I've, I've lost track of what's going on. They always do a good job. It's like, I need to go in the past and find my dead wife's killer or something. You're looking for a person named D. So a lot of the game, he's just looking for D. And I couldn't stop giggling because I'm like, <laughs> he's looking for the D. He's looking for I'm, D? <laughs> yeah, because I'm immature. And so, yeah, yeah like, he's there in that accent. because I'm looking for D. Could he be D? Are you D? I'm like, oh, this is so dumb. And it was a lot of fun. It kind of surprised me. Because, like I said, no, I haven't heard anything about this game until it was released. And then, you know, you, I was expecting a hot mess. And I was like, oh, it's a Kinect game. So I was looking to do this and just like, oh, nothing's happening. But the Kinect, it, it works. I was more surprised by that. And the game itself is so weird. And, like, weird in a sense, like, one of the activities you can do, you can just go and, like, clean your apartment. So you can just go into your bedroom and, like, clean the mirror, dust the floor, and just kind of set things up. Or you can go on your uh, uh, coffee table and break fortune cookies and get fortunes, or like just drink coffee and build up your cinema, read, change the, you just kind of hang out. And I was like, this is <laughs> this is so weird. And then it has a leaderboard that like counts like the number of calories you've eaten. Like you know, it, I, I didn't realize I can buy clothes until I beat it. So I was walking around this like cool little red outfit with a tie, and I'm like, yeah, I'm all detecting, yeah. Uh, but but yeah, D4, it kind of surprised me. And like I it reminded me a lot of like a weird Dreamcast game, like an ill bleed or something, where it's just like you don't think it's a game. You're just kind of like, oh, okay, this is this is odd. But it was like a good kind of odd where you just don't see it was something that I think the Xbox One really needed right now, just because it's something yeah. quirky, and I know a lot of people are kind of talking about it in more like surprise than like what the hell is this? But uh, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I can like even even I think people should go play it just as like just just as a curiosity. Uh, it has issues. I mean, a converse, the dialogue, every conversation lasts about four or five minutes too long. Where like you know, if you get someone and it's like, and I mentioned that in my review, where it's like, it's yeah, you know, like talking to a crazy person is kind of great for a little while, but then once you're kind of stuck there for a few minutes, you kind of just want to like run away and get an adult. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like there's one character, this giant guy who talks really slow. And the only problem with him is that he gives you important plot points. And <laughs> once you get that important plot point, he just kind of goes on a tangent about something else that's unrelated to anything that you're doing. Right. But it's got, but it, it but it's kind of weird. But like you're kind of sitting there, and I'm like, I'm kind of into this. It, it's it's very Twin Peaksian in that sense, where you just like they just throw odd characters at you with just like 
kind of they seem like they have these real really well developed backstories, even though they're all just kind of crazy people. Yeah. And yeah, the game is just like if it, it seems like Swery's fever dream of just crazy of what they think people in Boston are like and just it, it's it, it's amazing. I got to push an owl. There was an owl and I fucking shoved it and you could shove anything in the game. So I just shoved the owl and the owl got like lost its mind. Yeah, it's so it's it's super weird and yeah, you probably should check out D4. It's it's kind of neat. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, so keep an eye out for that review. Uh, let's do some news. Uh, we were out a while, so let's let's talk about that big one that happened last week first, and then we'll go into like Tokyo Game Show stuff. Are you a Minecraftian, Ryan? Do you, do you, do you Minecraft? Do you... Um, I've played a little bit of it. It's not really my thing. I'm not really. Uh, I guess maybe I just lack creativity, but I'm not really big on like those kind of games where it's like you know, here's a game where you just build shit, and you know, it's basically just like okay, here's a bunch of stuff, make something, and that's yeah. Just, like, I'd rather be told what to do. It's like hey, build a house. I'm like, oh yeah, I can do it. Like, no, 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 do whatever you want. I'm just like, no, no, no. Yeah, no, no. I need instructions. Just <laughs> give me a direction. Yeah. Just, no, no, no. I uh, yeah, I have a lot of friends that are really, really into Minecraft though, so you know, I mostly just kind of watch them play and watch them like see as they're building and stuff like that. But I'm not, I'm not really big into Minecraft. Uh, um, but obviously, I know it's you know obviously this is really big news, and um, you know it's uh, it definitely means a lot for especially for the amount of money they paid for it, which is which was two point five so. billion dollars Microsoft paid to Mojang Studios for the acquisition yeah. of Minecraft. Yep, that's yep. a lot of fucking money. Yep, I mean it was so much money, but the Minecraft property is so hot that Microsoft's like, oh yeah, we can make a, we can turn this around in two years. Yeah, especially that's how I think profitable Minecraft is. Yeah. Yeah, but also I think the thing is like, because I saw a lot of people being like, you know, oh, they're gonna ruin Minecraft and blah blah blah, you know. And but I think the thing is that especially with the demographic that they're targeting with Minecraft, which is mm-hmm. ma- the majority is kids, and you know, they're they're getting they're getting a huge like a generation of gamers that are gonna grow up, you know, that gr- have grown up already with this game, and that you know will continue to grow up with it or move on to something else that could be similar to it or whatever. So it, obviously it's a really big it's kind of, it's like a Pokemon effect sort of thing where you yeah. know they once they've you know they've gotten these you know once they've gotten these kids that are young or have grown up in this game then they can just continue to you know modify or re-release or do whatever they can you know to continue you know or something I mean Minecraft is something that you know is very community driven so mm-hmm. um you know they can continue doing that but um, you know, yeah, I don't see them making like, like a Minecraft two or like a Minecraft no, stream. I think this was no. really was just like this is a hot property we should own. Yeah, Minecraft. That's why they paid so much money for it. Minecraft, I feel like, is more of a platform. Um, right. You know, because it is. You know, because obviously Minecraft's on like pretty much everything at this point. So like, you know, you my, I if we don't see Minecraft on toasters by the end of like next year, <laughs> I'll be very surprised. Um, yeah, that's the strange thing. People keep buying Minecraft. Yeah. Like, whatever platform it's on, it will sell 20 million copies, right. which is so weird. But like I said, it's it's not for, like, I, I you know, and some people are like, oh, is Minecraft kind of over? I'm like, yeah, for people like us, and when it was, like, in the press, and we're like, oh, you know, when it was, like, a curiosity, it's over for us. But like you said, it's a it's a younger generation of gamers where this is the only game, this is the only game they play. Yeah, I mean, I know plenty of kids that this is, like, they're upset. Even my, my cousins play this all the mm-hmm. time, um, you know, and they're, like, you know, seven or eight, and, you know, this is, like, all they play. Yeah. Pretty much is is and, just this game, so. And you can imagine the tons of money they make just through like say DLC alone on the consoles. Where it's like, hey, Guardians of the Galaxy just came out. Here's a couple of Minecraft skins for four bucks, and there you go. You just sold a million of those, and yeah, it's gonna make money hand over fist. Because remember, this is merchandising rights too. So you know, my you know, Minecraft birthday parties, Minecraft piñatas. Uh, oh man, would a Minecraft piñata be awesome? That's not about <laughs> that. Would be, yeah. And then you get a little pickaxe to like break it. Yep, or you get the you get the creeper pinata, so it just explodes on you when you break it. So. Yes, like, it's all candy and it's all Minecraft themed candy. Like the level at, I think the level at like some children really love Minecraft is just insane. Yeah, yeah. And it, I, I think it's gonna do well. You know, Minecraft Halloween costumes, Minecraft. There'll probably be maybe a Minecraft cartoon or TV yeah. show or something. We did. Like um, Last summer, I was teaching some, like, uh, I was doing some, like, game design classes and stuff like that, and uh, mostly it was younger kids. It was, like, you know, kids, like, mostly, like, 10 and under around then, and, you know, you, we would show them, like, you know, Link or Pikachu, and they'd be like, yeah, whatever, but then you'd show, you know, then all they talk about would be, you'd show Minecraft, and that's all they'd be talking about. they talk about, like, Steve and the Creepers and, like, all this stuff, so it's, like, you know, just because, like, especially with this generation, like, you know, this younger generation, like, Minecraft is such a huge, that's such a huge part of it, so... How long before uh, Steve shows up in uh, Super Smash? 
Ooh, I don't know. He has, uh, Minecraft does not come to Nintendo consoles yet, so I don't know if it'll happen. So. Mm-hmm. And there's no, no Go Wii figure, version. Minecraft, a kid-friendly game, is not on any Nintendo console. Then, yeah. nah, Hasn't, never happened, so... That's a shame. Yeah. Uh, damn, that's a lot of goddamn money. And then Notch kind of wrote this really cool letter saying, like, hey, I'm, I'm kind of done. I got my money. I'm yeah. going to just ride into the sunset and do whatever yeah. I want. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it was Notch. I think it was the other original founders, too, of uh, Mojang left as well. So, um, yeah, it's pretty much, yeah, I think at this point, you know, I, not just like the, you know, financially and like kind of commercially and critically and all that, but I think Notch was, for a while, I think was just kind of, you know, Looking to do something else, yeah. so I think you know now now is the perfect time to do it. It's, so. it's good to hand it over to someone. It's just like and you know it's just hey Microsoft here, just don't destroy it or you know I don't even care. I'll take my two and a half billion and just leave. But <laughs> that, that's good. It just kind of says like you know what? I don't have to deal with this anymore. Like because it, it was probably a monster alone with just updates and keeping everything cool and they did the adventure you know they did the adventure modes and all that nonsense. So yeah, I mean I I have no desire to play Minecraft. I don't think I ever had. But I'm a sucker for like procedurally generated worlds, so I was like, that would be perfect. So yeah, Mike, good, good, good job. I think it was a good acquisition. I mean, we talk about like dumb acquisitions, like when Micro- when Microsoft bought Nokia, that was a dumb one. Yeah, that, that was fairly dumb, I'd say. Uh, but no, this was a good move. So good, good on you, Microsoft. You didn't, you, you didn't fuck this one up. Weird. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Yeah, not yet. I mean, all you. All- all Microsoft has to do is literally nothing. They can just sit on this, and it just makes money on its own, which is amazing. Yeah. As long as they just keep supporting it and keep selling me Guardians of the Galaxy DLC on Minecraft, that's fine. Like, I, I'm a sucker for that kind of nonsense, so. Yeah. Oh, man. And, uh, yeah, apparently it was a Tokyo Game Show, a big game show. Yeah, yeah, it's funny when you see the word Tokyo Game Show, because I think it's, like, a TV game show. Like, oh, yeah, Tokyo's Game Show. Like, that's awesome. But, yeah. no, it's nothing like that. Nope, uh, and uh, our own uh, Giuseppe Nelva went to went there uh, our, attending the our event. Our intrepid so. Japanese-speaking Italian gent fellow news editor guy went there. Uh, he there's a great video of, of an hour-long video I think of him walking. It's over before. over that. It's like a hundred minutes, so it's a pretty oh lengthy. Lengthy tour. So, yeah, just, uh, if you haven't seen it, uh, it's on the site. I think it went up today. Um, and Giuseppe went around with his camera giving just a, a tour of the uh, Tokyo Game Show floor. Uh, yeah, and just went through and kind of explained a lot of things, which is cool just because uh, I've, I've yet to go to Japan or to TGS or anything like that. So it was cool just to get to see it, you know. But, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of searching through, looking through a video right now. But, yeah, it's a huge show. There's yeah. no one on that EA Battlefield line. <laughs> yeah, and that is the funny thing is, like, you know, when you think of these games like Battlefield and, like, all these, you know, the very popular, you know, things here that, that get a lot of attention. Like, I remember when I went to, <laughs> I remember when I went to EA's uh, press conference and they did that whole thing where, like, you know, you, uh, they, they showed the demo units right there after the conference was over that you could go and play. People were just charging to go and play those games, and yet I'm sure at Japan it was probably like, oh, whatever, you know, so... <laughs> Yeah, it's it's weird. Like you know, it was about that one year when uh, I think Call of Duty Modern Warfare like three or four came out, and they went to the Tokyo Game Show, and it was like, yeah, no one was in line. Yet the Monster Hunter line was like six on a six hour wait. Like they had to yeah. cut people off. Be like, no, look, you just won't play it at this moment. It's just sorry. Uh, but yeah, uh, uh, what's some new stuff that came out of there? Uh, Bloodborne is gonna have multiplayer. Yeah, it's pretty and cool. It's gonna be an awesome so. test day. So I I would hope the multiplayer is gonna be a lot like uh, Dark Dark Souls and Demon Souls, where it's just kind of like. Technically not multiple, just yeah, people can jump in and like fuck with you, or you can jump in and help people. Like that would that that's kind of neat. Uh, yeah. They announced an alpha, which is dated for October first, third, and fifth. Uh, I believe they also you need to have a Japanese account though, but hey, you know they're easy yeah. to make. Just I believe they also announced the release date too, which is uh, February. It's gonna be out February sixth uh, in the U.S., which is pretty cool. So it's not that far away. It's only yeah, it's only a couple months at this point. Um, you know, but uh, yeah, I'm actually. That's like interesting. I don't have a PS4 yet. I'm hopefully gonna get one probably by the holidays. Um, hmm. But that's honestly, I think that's I, I've yet to play like Demon Souls and Dark Souls and all those. Um, but Bloodborne, I'm really looking forward to. It looks really cool. I think that's like one of the big titles I'm gonna be looking forward to next. Uh, you know, next year, like or at least early, because hopefully if I get a PS4 by by the holiday, then at least that's something I can look forward <laughs> to playing. Like you know, by the by the beginning of next year. So. Yeah, I mean, uh, next year's looking to be like a really strong release schedule. So. Yeah. There'll definitely be games to play. Like I'm, I'm telling people now that have held off on buying console or the next gen consoles. Like ah, you can probably wait till the holidays. You gotta probably wait till next year even, because that's uh, January, February, March is when all the good stuff is gonna come out. Or yeah. you're gonna have like a nice library of games to actually play. Because yeah, yeah, you just yeah. have a couple hundred, you want four hundred dollars yeah. on the system. You want games to play on it. 
Yeah, I think, yeah, this holiday is not going to be, like, a great one for PS4 just because there's not a lot of exclusive stuff. It's mostly going to be a lot of third-party stuff coming. Uh, I, I think that's that's where Xbox One definitely, I think, has the upper hand, where this holiday is going to be a ton of stuff coming out for it, so. I mean, and that's kind of what the Xbox needs, so. Yeah, yeah, but PS4, I think, will will do better in the long run next year with, like, a, a more steady kind of, really, like, schedule, like, like you know, Bloodborne coming early next year, and then hopefully Uncharted by the end of next year, but we'll see, so. But, uh, yeah, what else? What other big news? I mean, there's a ton of stuff there. Just make sure you check the site for videos. But Ryan, I'm going to show you a picture of maybe the biggest news at the Tokyo Game Show. Oh, really? Yes. Just hot exclusive. Emphasis on hot? Oh, yeah. I'm Ryan, waiting for it. So. that is a wolf puppy. Oh, my God. That is, that's also that, a robot. That, that, that's, that that's, a, that's a robot hand holding the puppy, that too. That is a robot hand. Yeah, I guess, it's, <laughs> I, mean, okay, I guess that's kind of important. Yeah. Snake gets a wolf puppy. Yeah. He gets a wolf puppy, and his name is Dee Dee. Yeah, which I believe is short for Diamond Dog. I yes, believe it that's is. Where it comes yeah, from, you, yeah, you find a puppy in the woods, you fault in him, he gets taken away, uh, and then they, they do like a time travel, they do like a time skip, and he's a full-grown puppy, and he's close to a full-grown dog with an eye patch. It's just so fucking adorable. Yeah. Uh, and then they also reveal the... Uh, a video for Quiet, that lady sniper with no clothes who doesn't say anything. Uh, apparently she, like, disappears or can turn invisible or some... She has, the, uh, she has the Octo camo from... Is that what that was? Because I saw, like, yeah. I saw some weird skeleton thing when she turned, almost like uh, Wraith in, like, X-Men in that Wolverine I, movie when he turned I believe invisible. It's you, like, the, I believe it's supposed to be the Octo camo from uh, Metal Gear Solid 4. Is that, is that supposed I, to be the spin why she has no clothes on? It's like, oh, yeah, she needs, like, the sun or something. She's like a planet. Um, she needs, I think there's other... There's, other, like, another explanation for that or something. I don't know, it's, it's some typical Kojima, you know... Kojima BS, so you <laughs> see those, like, um, but, yeah, I'm looking forward to it, I'm actually, I'm still, uh, I still have my Metal Gear collection I have to go through, I played the first one, uh, I have to play all through the, all the other ones, but hopefully by, like, maybe end of this year, beginning next year, I'll finally get through all the Metal Gear games, but, uh, that's definitely one to look forward to next year, when it comes out in its nebulous 2015 release. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd love to see a release date get locked down for that, or uh, maybe just release another type of Ground Zeroes type game. I mean, if, if, if I think if Metal Gear hits another delay, we'll probably get another Ground Zero. Ground Zero is <laughs> just take another chunk of the game and just go like, here, take this for a while. Ground Zero um, series is like, here's a 45-minute section of the game, play this, and then just do this, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so it looks like the dog, it looks like there's going to be, like, companions in the game, like, people that come with you along missions, because they were showing, uh, gameplay footage yeah. of quiet, kind of, like, in the distance, shooting dudes yeah. and tagging dudes. They're, so, uh, they're, oh, the wolf puppy. There, yeah, there are going to be, uh, there are going to be companions in the game. Um, I think another thing I do remember, there, there were a bunch of details that came out of TGS for the game, uh, and one of the ones I do remember seeing was, um, that I think the companions can die. Uh, they have like permanent death, so your wolf pup could die, and you could feel horrible about it afterwards. So, uh, same thing for quiet as well. So I think that's going to be the big thing. Also, is keeping your companions alive. So, but yeah, <laughs> that nope. might be that might nope. be tough. Nope. 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 <laughs> nope. I don't want my wolf puppy to die. Yeah, it's... he's got one eye. It's okay. <laughs> Uh, the multiplayer now looks really cool, where you just kind of invade other people's bases. So it's not quite multiplayer, but I, I'm, you know, I can't wait to make my own kind of like mother base. It's just like a giant death trap of just turrets and wolf dogs running around it. That's gonna be sick. Uh, but yeah, Metal Gear. I guess it'll be good. I mean, whatever. It's Metal Gear. Uh, you probably don't care, but Star Wars: The Old Republic just revealed that Darth Revan will be coming back in an expansion. Ooh. Oh, big update. There was a teaser trailer for showing. Because he's in one of the flashpoints, which is the equivalent of like their raids, where you fight someone claiming to be Revan, Revan, you fucking kick the shit out of him using your lightsabers and force powers and blasters, and the guy disappeared into ghost smoke, and now he's coming back. So they're saying, like, no, no, this one is the real, this is Revan, dude. That's the guy who you were in that game where he was, and then it turns out you were him, but he didn't have the memories, and then you became him again after you beat it. Like, yeah, I'm all about that, so go Revan. Uh, no release date just yet, but it was uh, it was just text, you know, a deadly force returns. So we'll see. Yep. North Revan. I I just want like a Knights of the Old Republic three. I just that's kind of what I've been clamoring for. Yeah. But like I said, it, it's that it's one of those sequels we're never gonna get. Uh, <laughs> you, you oh, got old, you got Old Republic, so that should be good enough. So. Uh, right. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, wow! I can't believe I nearly forgotten. Uh, Final Fantasy fifteen. 
yeah, had 15. a really cool gameplay demo. Like, just a cool gameplay trailer. It's a bunch yeah. of dudes in a car just hanging out. And then, hey, man, we got to pull over. Let's fight some monsters. It was a lot of zipper, people in zippers and buckles and cool hair, giant swords. Just like, hey, man, we got to get from point A to point B. But we got to stop. Yeah, fight. it was uh, very, very Final Fantasy. Yeah, Final Fantasy, all right. <laughs> it's, it's very fun. Yeah, it's a very Final Fantasy ass Final Fantasy trailer. Um, but yeah, it looks really cool. I'm, yeah, I'm not like really big on Final Fantasy, but it looked really cool. Um, this actually got me excited. Like, I, I did very. There was a very. I, there were very few times where I eye rolled through that trailer, which was very. Which is not typical for like a Final Fantasy game. Normally, my eyes are legit just rolled in the back of my head. That's how much I don't care. It's like. Yeah. Oh, it's just a long eye roll at that point when I see a Final Fantasy trailer. But that was. I don't yeah. know. That looked really cool because the game was in action. And there was another really cool trailer of just guy just showing off like the graphics engine. It was like. It's a sharp looking game. Yeah. Uh, will the game be any good? Probably not. I mean, <laughs> it's going to look nice. I... I think they've learned their lesson after 13, so we'll we'll see. But um, yeah, and then they actually they announced. That's square, too, they never learned their lesson. They, uh, they one can hope. But uh, <laughs> as, soon as, as soon as I get a, a release of Dragon Quest VIII on like Vita or something like that, then I'll know they learned their lesson because I've been waiting for that for a long time. But anyway, um, so um, yeah, there is going to be a um, there's going to be the demo coming in March with uh, Final Fantasy Type O HD. I think it's going to be coming along with that. Sure, that um, sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. but yeah, that'll be in March that uh, that the demo is coming, so you can play it in a couple months. Uh, there's a video for uh, Get Out of Hell, the Saints Row expansion. Yes, I I, uh, I saw that before we started recording, so oh. I didn't actually watch it, but <laughs> there's there there's a one of the weapons is a couch you can sit on that fires missiles. That's pretty good, yeah. And you fly, <laughs> and Johnny Cat could fly. Yeah, okay, fine. Like, well, I mean, they need that. They need to. Uh, they need to get a step up from the dubstep gun in uh, Saints Row Four. So you know, they gotta up the ante a little bit. But. I mean, there's a gun that shoots the plague at people, which is kind of neat. <laughs> so, so yeah, that that looks like it's gonna be kind of. It's gonna be kind of fun. I mean, more Saints Row. I can't. You know, that's, that's fine. I mean, the DLC that they've been recently was kind kind of crappy, but. I, I, I love jumping around and flying, just being ridiculous. And you're in hell. You're in New Hades or something, and you're just fucking shit up. The ambulance is called the Rambulance. And instead of saving people, you're running them over. Nice. Rambulance, <laughs> get it? Like, ram them with a the car. Yeah. That's, I, I, I got it, yeah. That's, that's, that's <laughs> fucking clever. Good on you, Deep yep. Silver. Uh, uh, Wasteland 2, that Kickstarter game from that game, people were really yeah. excited for. I guess it's the guys who made Fallout originally. Uh, it made 1.5 million dollars after four days of release, so I'd say that's great. Yeah, especially I mean, for. I mean, it came it took out 26 years, so yeah, sure. Yeah. That's that's. It took uh, it took a long time to come out, so uh, yeah, good good on it. But yeah, that's, that's that's a lot of money. I've never played a Wasteland game. I mean, it looks like a game I'd probably be into. It looks there's, like Shadowrun. There's only there's only two of them, and the first one probably came out when you were like two or three. So, yeah, it, came so... Out, it came out before I was born. So you know, it was like... yeah, I know some people are really excited about that, but they're also like 10, 15 years older than me. And I was like, yeah. oh, all right, cool, man, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. I'm gonna stick with my <laughs> Dynasty Warriors. Yeah. Oh, and speaking of Dynasty Warriors, Dynasty Warriors Eight Empires and some other nonsense is coming over. See how, like, how, like, my news reporting is just terrible, by the way. I'm just like, oh, yeah, Dynasty Warriors, Dynasty Warriors Empires is coming out. And I love the Dynasty Warriors Empires games. Not to be confused with Dynasty Warriors, that's just, that's just the, you know, run and the hit dudes. The Dynasty Warriors Empires games, that branch of Dynasty Warriors is the, you know, it's a Dynasty Warriors game, but with an added layer of strategy. Oh, really? With a capital S, Ryan, strategy. Okay, you're building up your kingdom like in Romance of the Three Kingdoms, but instead of doing these little battles, which are like, yeah, one square moves here, and here's your army, here's your army, you actually you're there, and that's when it becomes a Dynasty Warriors game, and then you're like, oh right, this is a Dynasty Warriors game, this is gonna be terrible, but yeah. I can't stop buying those games, the Empire's games, those are great, so that's that's gonna come out, and I'm and I'm thrilled, so thank Jesus for that, and. Uh, Ryan, how many active users does Steam have, you think? Um, I'll say more than, like, 13. Okay. Yeah, that's, I think that's, that's, that's... Is that my in that ballpark? That is, a, that, is, that is a good estimate, <laughs> I'd say. Uh, they hit 100 million active users. Oh, wow, I was way off then. Yeah, uh, a little no surprise there, so... <laughs> that, that's a lot of people, but given how popular Steam is, you know, 
with their sales, and it's becomes a it's a very reliable platform to play PC games on these days. And in fact, you know, maybe the only platform that works because other people have tried. You know, Origin is is you know stepping on their own feet, but they're getting there. Uh, Ubisoft has one that just doesn't work. Uh, I'm sorry, yeah. Ubisoft. I, I, I tried. I want to play Splinter Cell Blacklist, but I can't because you keep eating my saves. So shut up. Uh, but yeah, damn, that's a lot. And there was a 25% increase since January of this year. So in January they said, hey, we got 75 million, and then just a little less than a year, we got another 25 million people. That's yep. that's, that's a lot. Uh, no Half-Life 3 or De- Left 4 Dead sequels announced, though. You think Not they'd yet. do that. And yeah, speaking like, of in, like Steam, ten, in like 10 years, they'll, they'll get to it, so... Yeah. I think what they're gonna do when like when the Steam box is official, maybe they'll just be like, "Here's Half-Life 3 for free." Probably not, but that'd be kind of neat. Or, or or Left 4 Dead, and they'll make Left 4 like a Left 4 Dead sequel and make that free to play. Like that'd be kind of neat. And yeah. uh, speaking of Steam, they got a new cur- uh, curation system. We can we can be curators of Steam games. I can be like George's Steam Hole suggests you should play these games if you like games of people who punch women who think they're cats. Yeah. And then it'll come recommended and come to the list. And already people have been trolling it, saying, ah, it's not a game, you know, just the worst horrible things you can think people can do. Even worse when they allowed uh, players to tag a game, so the my favorite was not a game. <laughs> so, yeah, that was, that was fun. That's what Gone Home got, was like, walking simulator. I was like, well, that's kind of funny. Uh, but, uh, yeah, yeah. Is the... Just waiting for all those social justice warrior tags to get on there, you know? So it doesn't oh, happen. So it's like... <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't mind. I, I would like to know ahead of time if a game is just incredibly racist or sexist. I'm like, oh, may, 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 that might actually sell it for me. I was like, let's see how racist this is. Or, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that that seems fun. So you you know, the popular curators would be put on on you know on the main homepage. So you know, I guess at some point it goes on like on a on a popularity system. So you know, the ones that aren't clearly trolling you are gonna have more uh, face time than others. And, you know, it's a good way to... I, I like the curation in theory just because it puts a lot of games in the forefront that don't get that kind of attention because Steam does have really poor curation. It's like, if you just want to randomly kind of look for cool games, they kind of get buried since, like, you know, it is. Yeah, 100 it's, it's, Steam releases every week. It just It's the same problem as, like, the Apple Store, you know, the Apple, like, the iTunes Store, where there's just so much content that it's just really hard to, to properly, like, curate and figure out, okay, this is stuff I might like. So I think it's it's good that it gives people the chance to kind of, you know, especially, like, for friends or whatever. Like, you could just look and say, oh, what are, what, are, what are George's favorite games? Oh, he likes Hot Double Full Boyfriend? Okay, I'll play that. So it's like... <laughs> yeah, I do. Uh, yeah, yeah good, good for Steam. Like I said, it's going to be some weird growing pains, but it's, yeah. I think it'll work itself out. And, like, you know, Steam loves collecting data, so they're going to see yeah. kind of what works, what doesn't work. We uh, are uh, we're actually going to be in the process of making one, hopefully, for DualShockers very soon. Uh, so stay tuned for that once that goes live. Um, we're going to have a hot George list. <laughs> yeah, a hot George. It'll just be all George's, like, favorite beard simulators. <laughs> all games that feature characters named George. Yeah, and have beard. many, actually. I don't think there are many... Assassin's Creed 3, there's George Washington there. Papers, please. Oh, yeah, Georgie. Okay. Yeah. I would take any derivative of George is fine, too. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's do that. Uh, uh, that the, your Archer in Vandal Hearts, in that RPG. That, that yeah. was always weird. Oh, Halo Reach, this character named George, spelled my yeah. way, which is awesome. So yep. there, there are plenty of games there. Uh, Lots of representation, uh, so. Good. Thank God, because I don't think there are, no, there are not enough people named George represented in video games. Nope, nope. Not enough Georges. Ryan, and my favorite news, Dragon Ball Xenoverse, or Xenoverse, I don't know, which, which do you prefer? I'd probably say Xenoverse, Okay, Xenoverse? let's go with Xenoverse. Yeah, yeah. anyway, yeah, Xenoverse. Dragon Ball Xenoverse is coming to PC and Steam, and they announced four new characters. Four new characters. Is it like Golden Goku, Golden Krillin, like... <laughs> Uh, no. Players will meet Mira, an artificial creature trying to be the strongest creature in the universe. Obviously. As and any Toa. character in Dragon Ball Z does, so. Or Toa, a dark scientist coming from a demonic world, who seems to be up to no good. Who wrote this? I love fucking Dane. I love where she writes. Oh, we also have the Supreme Kai of time looks like a child, but is far from being this young. He is 75 million years old. It's pretty old. He shows up for the first time and seems very closely tied with the bird called Toki Toki, who's a very powerful life form that can produce time. <laughs> and also there's a character creator there, and this game's also coming on like 360, Xbox One, PS4, PS3, 
and then PC, PC, any PC release I'm good for because that's probably the only way I would play that game. But yes, you can make yourself Ryan. You can finally be a DBZ character. You can make yourself oh my a super Super Saiyan Ryan. How amazing would that sound? Uh, I was thinking, be really constipated and like you know, just just get your hair turn gold and your eyes turn blue and then you can fly and you can and you can and you can prolong fights for like seventeen episodes. It, it's, it, and then amazing. I can make a spirit. I can make a spirit bomb for like fifteen episodes and you know just like <laughs> this planet will blow up in five minutes and then we're here two. Yeah, three twenty later. twenty episodes <laughs> later. Uh, but yeah, that was that was my my favorite bit. Uh, I think we're done. I feel you know. A little rocky. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of a little off my game, Ryan. So I apologize if I wasn't just like you know, okay. razor sharp. Fine. That's what happens, you know. After I'm better next week, I promise. I'm be like, damn, look, look at that guy go. To be like, so funny. What the hell happened? Uh, but yeah, well, what have you been playing, Ryan? Let's 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 wrap this crap up. What, what, what have you been playing? Uh, a lot of Smash Brothers. So <laughs> that's pretty much all I've been playing. Uh, question, uh, but yeah, lots sure. of <laughs> lots and lots and lots and lots of Smash Brothers. I told George before we started, but uh, the night that I got the review code, I played it until four in the morning, pretty much when I played it. So I played a lot of it, uh, and then slept a lot, and then played more of it after that. Uh, so it's really fun. Uh, other than that, I've been playing more backlog stuff. I finished uh, I finished playing Crisis on Xbox 360, the original one. Um, yeah, which was yeah, I was just say because I, I had it on my 360 and I hadn't played it. Uh, so Wait, you had the digital copy or you had yeah, a yeah, I had a digital, copy. I had oh, okay. a digital <laughs> copy of it. Yeah, I mean, granted, that's not the best game to play on 360, you know, as opposed to PC, but it had its moments. It was fun. It was like a goofy, fun, like dumb Far Cry. Basically, was pretty much what it was. Um, and then uh, I also one of my other blast from the past I've been playing is uh, Heavenly Sword on PS3. Nice. Uh, yeah, which because I never got around to playing that. It's pretty fun. It's a kind of a janky God of War. But you know, goddess, goddess of war. But um, yeah, I love that. That is a great box for it. It is a janky god of war. Yeah, janky, janky, janky god of war, pretty much. Uh, but it has, it, it's fun. It, it's, it. Uh, I have to say, it hasn't aged very well because it came out seven years ago. So yeah, it's like, I have to say, back then I remember it was just funny when I remember when the game was coming out and everyone was hyping it so much and they were like, this is gonna be the best game ever. And then there's you know like these little, like, dudes running around, and they look poorly <laughs> animated, and it's like, oh, this is not aged well. But, uh, yeah, mostly Smash Brothers, so that's that's it for me. So yeah, I felt that same thing about Metal Gear Solid 4. Like, when it came out, it just, like, blew me away. And then playing it, and when I played it again recently, it was, like, maybe a few months ago. And, yeah, I, I was, like, the controls themselves, I'm like, I, I don't even know how to fucking play this game. These controls make no sense, because you can, like, crawl like that, and you can hang off stuff, and I don't know how to do any of that. Yep. Uh, but but you can smoke. Yeah. Yep. It's the important things in life. So. <laughs> uh, what are you been playing? Uh, I just wrapped up. D4. I just wrapped up D4. I've been dancing my ass off with uh, Dance Central Spotlight for review on uh, Xbox One, and I'm also playing FIFA 15 for the Xbox One. I'm also doing it for review. It, it 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 it's a it's a soccer game. And I played FIFA 14, and when I played FIFA 15 and did a match, I kind of had to do a double take and be like, am I playing FIFA 14? It's because it looks pretty much identical. Yeah. Uh, aside from, like, some really cool, like, presentation stuff, so, like, now the crowds, you know, they look like people instead of, like, really round-faced, scary mannequins moving around. Uh, I, I, I do notice that the presentation value is kind of upped during the game itself, but... It, it's this like identical menu from the last game where I was like, let me boot up because uh, 14 is available now on EA Access. So I went back and was like, it's like the pretty much same game. So I need to really dive into it. I only did one match and I was just like, hey, I think it's okay. I'm like, you know, it's it's a really good soccer game, and they haven't deviated from that, which is great. But they haven't really done much to kind of differ, you know differentiate. So it was like, hey, we're super different this time. I was like, I don't. Thank you. Are. Yeah, I mean that's that's kind of the damned if you do, damned if you don't thing mm. about sports games is like you change it too much, then people get pissed, or you don't do enough, then people get pissed. So. Well, it was like when when uh, when FIFA made the move to give the ball its own independent physics, as opposed to the ball's just gonna stick to whoever's closest to it. So yeah. you know, we want to do a long pass. Sometimes the ball just gotta go off on its own, which is kind of neat. Uh, but you do get some kind of like weird, kind of glitchy things because you know everything has its own physics, so the ball just kind of do some funny stuff. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, some people are like, "This is bullshit. You can't play this game." Blah blah blah. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm I'm playing it right now. Uh, you know, if you like soccer, you probably will get this game regardless of review. So so there you go. 
Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to playing more games. I was able to import my character from last year. He uses the game face, so I was able to put this face <laughs> in the game. I'm on the New York, New Jersey Red Bulls. That's nice. the center, obviously. And obviously. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a goal scorer. Just, just letting you know, Ryan. I'm, I'm what they call a finisher. I'm just, just give me the ball. There'll be, there'll be a goal, all right? Don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm going to score a goal. Yep. Finish it, Ryan. <laughs> Finish that. Finish it. Finish that. Finish it. And, yeah, and speaking of finish, I think I think we're done, man. I'm, I'm exhausted. Yeah. I'm exhausted. Also, if you want to buy a podcast, slightly used, low miles, only 200 and... I will settle for $2 billion. I can talk. You can talk me down to two billion. It's a fair price. It's not you a slightly used shot cast. I I will go down that. I I know I'm shooting myself in the foot, but you know what? I'll do you a favor if you if you like what you see. You know, you can try it out. Take off for it. You know, what about if uh 1.99 billion? All right, now now you're just kind of being that guy, uh, <laughs> and, and uh, I, no one likes that guy, Ryan. Just letting you know. Uh, uh but yeah, uh, but before we go, as 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 become tradition. In the George Regime podcast, it basically just means George has sold out. Ryan, you know what you know what time it is? Uh, game time. Okay. <laughs> Ryan, it's time to buy a goddamn T-shirt from our website. Oh my God, you're our right. Keep a public profile. <laughs> right on DualShockers.com, you too can get a new Mario periodic table. Ryan, it's the periodic table shaped like Mario. I see that, and it's pretty. You see that, right? You you were you were a science kid, right? You 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 like the science. Actually, so, yeah, I, mean, I, I didn't really, but yeah, I'll I'll anyway go on. So. Ryan, you're, you're really ruining my commercial. All right, <laughs> just letting you know, you can get a solid snake in a box because he he likes boxes. You can get whatever color you want. You can you can specify the gender and size. Size. We've got three XLs. We know some of you are very big boys and girls. We have three three XLs, so you can just wear your sneaky snake with confidence. Just wear it. Enjoy it. You can come at me, bro. You, there's, there's Scorpion Sub-Zero. There's Mario lighting a mushroom in a fire for whatever reason. Uh, everything you need to make your nerdy wardrobe everything you've ever wanted to be. How's that sound, Ryan? Sounds pretty good. I could use some uh, some more geeky t-shirts, my geeky t-shirt collection. So you don't you don't sound enthused at all. <laughs> Just, you're, you're doing you're doing the commercial wrong. When I say, hey, Ryan, we're gonna sell t-shirts, you'd be like, oh, dude, where do I get these t-shirts from? Uh, how much are they? What the, I, I, my mind is I want to buy t-shirts. Tell me more, George. We'll we'll work on it next week. Don't worry about it, Ryan. Don't worry about you guys. What what George said? What what George said? Exactly. So. Yeah. Uh, this was Shotcast 188. Sure, I'm gonna start making up numbers and start putting in letters and just really start fucking with people. Uh, I was your host, George Mendes, staff writer at DualSockers.com, and I was joined by the by the ever loyal uh, Smash Brothers expert. I'm gonna say he's an expert. I mean, if 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 you need a Smash Brothers expert or a consultant, you need to reach out to Ryan. Ryan, you have a great evening. Say goodbye or something. Uh, as long as you don't play as, as uh, like Meta Knight or characters that I really don't like uh, in Smash Brothers, then we're okay. But as soon as you as soon as you pull out that Meta Knight, I'm gonna I'm gonna you know, it's gonna go down. Just saying. So. Wow, that's some strong words of Meta Knight hating <laughs> coming from Ryan. Everyone have a fantastic evening. We'll see you next week. I might have a special guest. I know I said that last week, so then that made me a liar. But I might have a okay. I might I we will might have a special guest next week. We will might have a special guest. We will might have. <laughs> we will maybe <laughs> have a special guest next week. Yep. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.